Do you know how many years it's taken me to comfortably eat uh, sugar snap peas again? I mean, I know it's a rhetorical question, but it's also <laughs> unanswerable in numerous well, other ways. About three or four. Because <laughs> um, I used to like peel them open and eat them that way. Mm-hmm. Just get, still eat all of it, but I would peel them open. And then one time I peeled it open and I found a small caterpillar in it. Okay. And that haunted me for ages about how many I'd eaten just by popping in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And now after like three or four years, I finally got to the point where I went, well, I'm not going to peel them open to find out if it's in there, but I like them too much not to eat them. Okay. So, so is this against your veganism though? No, because as far as I'm concerned, they're not in there. Schrodinger's caterpillar. I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Also, accidentally, it's probably the best joke you'll ever tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm workshopping it. <coughs> Got a tight five support John T. Reilly when he does his cum gutters bit. Oh, it's so good, honestly. Let's tighten that bit up just for cool. fun. I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And how are we doing, guys? Welcome to another uh, Batman 66, where we're going to be talking about episodes 57 and 58, a.k.a. Or, or oh, uh, 23 and 24. Hey, Marsha, Queen of Diamonds, <laughs> slash Marsha's Scheme of Diamonds. And yet again, that's not rhyming. I mean, I suppose Queen and Scheme do rhyme, well, but they're in the middle. So, And using the same word as the, the end isn't... But I like the fact that... So I've done a bit of work with this one. Okay, it's not a rhyming thing, mm-hmm. but it's the whole kind of moved the sort of the comma about, and, mm-hmm. and they've had a bit of fun with it. It's it's and this is probably the best bit of the episode. just the titling for me. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> You're in for a brutal forty-five minutes, guys, over the next couple of days. <laughs> Original air date. 23rd and 24th of November, 1966. We're still doing very well. I know. Oh. Uh, special guest villainess Carolyn Jones as Marsha, Queen of Diamonds. Don't you ever call her just Marsha. Nope. She is Queen of fucking Diamonds. Full tale or nothing. Guest know. stars Woody Strode. Ooh. Estelle Winwood. She looked familiar. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> written by Stanford Sherman. Directed by James B. Clark. Oh, and the Cut and paste synopsis. Oh, yeah. Marsha, Queen of Diamonds, will do anything to get her hands on the ultimate gem, the Bat Cave's Bat Diamond, luckily mentioned for the first time yes. in this episode, uh, which provides all the incredible power to the dynamic duo's secret lair. Well, see, it'll be interesting to see next episode if that's still sitting there in the background. Mm. I've got a funny feeling it will not be. <laughs> Uh, Marsha captures Robin, Commissioner Gordon, and Chief O'Hara with her deadly love dance and blackmails Batman into marrying her. Only a last-second reprieve allows the caped crusader to walk away unscathed. Are they deadly? I mean, no. I mean, it depends. Maybe she's, like, really... I mean, well, I suppose there is somebody that does say at one point, "I'd kill myself for you to prove you how much." Um, oh yeah, it. didn't they? Didn't they say at one point like he basically folded himself in half and put himself in a box for her? <laughs> yeah, <she's> like, <laughs> 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 prove to me, fold yourself in half and suck your cock. <laughs> yeah, that's how Commissioner died. <laughs> the weird thing is, he did it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> he just tried to go the extra mile and snapped his spine. I'll show you. I love you. <laughs> anyway, 
Let's get this show on the road. Indeed. Oh, I should, uh, the first episode, 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb for this. Little O'Hara's there. Yeah, having a go at... Who uh, we find out in this episode is actually called O'Leary. Yeah. But I'm still going to call him Little O'Hara. Um, I looked up these uh, policemen. Policemen. So I think, you know, there must be something interesting here, these guys, can Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> 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 to the point where I went, ah, fuck it. Again. Little O'Hara looks at people like they are pieces of shit. Yeah. Just <laughs> because he's like, oh, I'm getting Irish lineage or he's something. He's got Alec Lara, Baldwin's so. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> In his pocket. <laughs> he doesn't get out of that car very uh, successfully, does he? No. Sort of falls before he pulls his shit together. I mean, those buttons are practically popping off his uniform as well. I mean, I've, can, I'm a fat man, but... Ugh. Now this as well, this confused me. Her hairdo, her, I mean, well, her not, hat. I was going to say that's her hat. But it's. Did you think it was a hairdo? No, but I was just like, well, that's weird. Is she going to be wearing that the whole time? I was like, this is, it's not great. Isn't it weird? That I'm going to have to go uh, give someone some credit and say, yeah. she does not look like Morticia Adams. No, but here's, the, because I knew who it was, mm-hmm. I'm, Swear, I th- I'm sure in my head, Morticia Adams was really tall, and she's not that tall. Well, I, I think in my mind, she's thin compared to everyone else. Yeah. You know, like the shapes of the Adams family. When you think about it, she's tall and thin, right? But then I, I feel Gomez is a lot shorter. Yeah, and sort of, and then true fence, uh, uh, you know, uh, Fenster. Now that's uh, Benicio del Toro and the usual Fester. suspects. Fenster, yeah, <laughs> is he like a, as well. he's a square. Yeah, and then Pugsley's a little square. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So these guys in the diamond store, she yeah. walks in and they go, "Shit, it's Marsha, Queen of Diamonds." Mm. And then he sits there and he has to have a close look at O'Hara. Go, oh, yeah, it's O'Hara. And he's like, well, who do you think she is? And then he has a close look. They've already shouted from across the room that it's her. Yep. So that was just annoying. Uh, also, they don't take their loops <coughs> off, which I think is a terrible idea. Yeah. But um, but was it, this was the, like the pretzel diamond or something she was pinching? Doesn't even look like a pretzel. No, because I thought, so how are they going to make that look? And then it's just a normal, well, diamond. Also... Also, if you're spending thousands of pounds, you're not going to have brown bags. Well, yeah, that was my issue as well. I was like, I'm pretty sure they don't have little shitty bags. It's ridiculous. Uh, um, we mentioned that uh, Ken Her- Carolyn Jones, obviously famous for Matisha Adams in 64 episodes of Adams Family, mm-hmm. which I swear there should have been more of. Definitely. Um, but she returns in a three-episode arc involving the Penguin. So Three-episode three arc? Three-episode arc. There's one. There's what are we going to do when there's three? Yeah. It can't be she on also, over three nights, right? Um, she also returns to the DC Universe um, in three episodes of Wonder Woman as Queen Hippolyta. Hippolyta? Hippolyta? I don't know how you pronounce it. No, but that's, that was her mum, right? Pardon me. Oh, there you go. She plays Wonder Woman's mum. That was right, right? That's yeah, in the film? Be. Yeah. Hi- Hippolyta was her mum? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Or was, yeah, could I think be. so. Yeah. But yeah, so she's in three episodes of that. Yeah, now, I never know, if you look at um, Robin's arm there, he's got a nasty couple of gashes <laughs> on his arm. Oh dear. Now, apparently, he was injured, not in the episode, like, mm-hmm. Green Ice episodes, but he was, again, he'd had an injury 
Oh, off yeah. Camera. Yeah. So apparently, you remember there's a point where they're standing behind um, a, a, tiger. a statue <laughs> or something in the other one, and he whispers to him, but he holds a cape up. Yeah. Now, the only reason he holds a cape up is it was hiring the, uh, hiding the flesh-coloured bandage on his arm because he didn't want to show that he'd been injured. Mm. So that's why he raises the cape rather than just putting the hand up and going, hey, yeah. by the way. I did bring that up as being ridiculous. Yeah. So there you go. So that's why. Also, here's something ridiculous, right? There's yeah. the bat diamond spin him. Yeah. Is it me or is it held up with string? There is a couple of bits of string on there. <laughs> but I couldn't figure out how they were making Because I thought it was going to be a thing either top of it mm. making it spin or whatever. But it must just be a thing underneath. I mean, it's a not bad prop, really, mm. considering. It's, considering they made it suddenly and for no reason yeah. at all. But also, I well, mean, they I made know, it simply for this episode. No matter how many times you have, you find a diamond that has a spinny thing inside of it. It's not how diamonds work. Is uh, Bruce and Dick in this episode? Because I don't think they are at all. No, I think they're. They're ever... so desperate to get this exposition out yeah. about how the bat diamond <coughs> runs everything in the bat, uh, bat uh, cave, yeah. even though we've never seen it. Yeah, and it's suddenly a bat extension line as well, which mm. is <laughs> bullshit. Which just happens to conveniently be on top of the diamond. Yeah. Ugh, never mind. But yeah, also I was thinking as well, is this the first episode without them going down the bat poles? Yes, because yeah. it's the first episode. Every time you see Dick and Bruce, they go down the bat poles. Yeah. So without them, then yeah, there's no yeah. need. There you go. Ugh. Uh, and yet still, right, this is the crazy thing. Yeah. They didn't have time for that, but it still feels like a real long episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm. Um, you're seeing these long shots I mean look at that I would not feel safe going that speed in that car they've sped it, it up just, though right I'm, but even then it just looks I'm sure I read somewhere that it couldn't even go above 30 no but it just it's the way it goes through that bump and you're like mm. oh that does not look safe that, that is a cage fit for so a Batman episode we see uh, we see Marsha here mm-hmm. and we realise that in the last episode she was pulling off uh, Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman, because the amount of hair she had underneath that hat. <laughs> True story. It's like, wow, that's good. That's amazing. The, so. She's officially caught everyone in the world. Yeah. Look at that old man thinking that she could even be slightly in, uh, in, <laughs> interested. Yeah. This, this, this feels very familiar. Is this what we call cultural appropriation? <laughs> oh, yeah. Why are the henchmen dressed like freaking Aladdin? I don't know. It's got. I mean. I mean, she's not. No. Because um, we have uh, the Grand Mogul um, shows up. It, very good costume in the Grand Mogul, actually. Mm. Um, I do like that jacket. Uh, I like the uh, very LGBT mm-hmm. shirt underneath. Oh, no, I've never, I never noticed the clasp on the thing. That's mm-hmm. that's actually pretty good. I know you can go with him for uh, for Christmas. Yeah, not even <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. It's too good. Okay, I mean, people say again, blackface is wrong and stuff. But once I explain to people who I am, they'll be fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> like on the Grand Mogul from uh, yeah. episode twenty three. I think if you left the blackface out, it would still be a, a very problematic. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe I'll leave it. I mean, let's be facts. For Woody Strode, this look is problematic. Well, I did look at his his career and. There's a few sort of slightly problematic roles, nothing, mm. but not as many as you might think for the kind of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of times where he's playing sort of like kind of native escort and stuff, and you're mm. like, Ugh. always keep your lo- uh, your love darts in a Rizzler box. Yeah, that's what I say. That's written, can that's just got 
Okay. <laughs> Deadly love darts written on the side of it. Um, also, make sure your Cupid uh, looks... I don't even know how to describe it, but mentally ill. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, def- there's, there's a couple of chromosomes missing or something. <laughs> it's, it's a bit odd. He looks like Prince Humperdoo from the Preacher comics. Oh. Um, so Woody Strode um, mm-hmm. was in... Um, he was the king of Ethiopia in the Ten Commandments. Yeah, he was. He was in Spartacus and yeah. the man who shot Liberty Valance. Don't forget about Once Upon a Time in America, which I oh, believe I, I mentioned last week, but I might have cut out. One slightly strange um, credit. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1952, he was in uh, Androcles and the Lion. Mm-hmm. And he starred as the Lion. And I couldn't figure out how. <laughs> and I had a quick look and there was just, yeah, he's just on there as the lion maybe just voices it it doesn't speak no but like you know they used to used to have talking lines and bullshit in the 70s you just have like an internal monologue right oh pardon me look how brown that hat is considering the rest of his look it's crazy no even she can't stop staring at the hat why are you wearing a brown hat with a black suit it's so brown I'm going to shoot him with a right in the arse Right, but the thing is angled up. It looks like it should go in the back of his head. That's... No, that's not physics. It was it's, physics eventually. It's, but I mean, it's made out of, it was made out of a crappy plastic toothpick, so it's not going to... It had to move two feet. Even then. It's not going to get a curve in two feet. There's no way. It's not, not high powered, don't, so... Don't, could... don't die on this hill, mate. It's I'm not... Telling you. Get, get some toothpicks and I'll show you. Oh. <laughs> no. You gotta pick your battles. That was not worth it. It's like it's crazy. No. Oh, yeah, it's a Batman just answering Commissioner Gordon's phone. Very pretty. Oh you see him putting down the phone? No. Look, go on. Okay, this is a very visual thing, but if you're watching along at home. Yeah, Richard's about to describe this to you. Yeah, just well Bats answers the Commissioner Gordon's phone. Uh-huh. Then, like last week, think about how successfully Robin put his gloves back on, mm-hmm. even though they're on one. He's much better at this than Adam West because mm-hmm. he goes, <laughs> just, <yeah. laughs> oh, it didn't go right in the phone last night. No, I'm just going, fuck it. I, he just I, dumps it and walks off. He really does. He doesn't even try to put <laughs> no, it down. No, And that's what I'm saying. It just shows you the skill level between Adam West and Burt Ward. But I was thinking about this, right? Without looking, yeah. name anything Burt Ward did where he wasn't Robin or Burt Ward. And I can't name a thing. No. Uh... Like nothing. <laughs> like I, I was thinking about it yesterday. I know that even if I think about it, I can't think of anything. We have a look. And I like movies, as we know. And I liked this when I was a kid. So I feel like I would have remembered Burt Ward films. But oh. let's look, at, look it up later because this, this wonderful witch has turned up. Yes, who who is, is horribly familiar, very familiar, and yet I looked at her IMDb, mm-hmm. recognized nothing. It's crazy. Um, yeah, so Estelle Winwood, um, she returns for the Penguin episodes uh, next season as well. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, n- just practically nothing. I couldn't think of anything that I would have even accidentally seen, and yet she is. I've definitely seen her in some. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, Apparently died at 1984 at the age of 101. I mean, that's good going, right? Yeah, it is. Fantastic. Well, not the dying part. That's not great. No, but we all have to suffer that at some point. So the yeah. longer you can go, the better for them reasons. Uh, right. I mean, not forever. That's terrible. But, you know. 
Yeah. But um, here's the thing, right? A reoccurring theme in this is possibly she's not really a witch. You know, she's like, shit. Yeah. But that love potion totally works. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, you know, nothing else might not work. No. But but everything else can give it a go. Apparently it doesn't work on women, though, because she does just stick her finger in snow and have a taste. Yeah. So that's fine. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe it has to be intravenous. In the vein, yeah. you know, like I was, no, I was trying to think. I failed there. I was trying to think of something funny to make a joke out of that, and just couldn't. Shot, you know, it needs to be <laughs> shot up the ass. No. Oh. <laughs> Even though I'm guaranteeing that it's in the back of the neck. There's a weird bit coming up. Well, actually, we'll get we'll wait till <laughs> we'll, we'll get that later on. Um, oh yeah, he's loading. So here's the thing as well, right? If you're going to have deadly love darts next to your statue thing that you're going to fire at people, don't leave the box. With love darts written on it, right next to the weird statue it's, with a, it, it, a desperate thing. I I was trying to rewrite. Um, not since I tried to rewrite um, subterranean homesick blues uh, <laughs> to feature the line. There is a witch. Uh, there's a witch in the basement mixing up the medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Have I been so lost trying to figure up a, a second line? No. I came up with initially. Um, I'm with Batman on the pavement talking about the penguin, but it no. doesn't really work. <laughs> That's a tough one. <laughs> uh, but uh, Robin's shoes here really do look like he's wearing bananas. True. Uh, I'm really noticeable in this episode. When Batman's so certain that she can't turn him, is, is, is she is, is this suggesting that Batman's gay? <laughs> <laughs> It's just apparently got. It doesn't work on uh, people attracted to uh, to men. Uh, why? <laughs> why does it just make them attracted to her? Because that's the person she's looking at, maybe. Because I know I've seen this in other sort of things where they've got love potions. Or yeah, something. but they, they didn't. They usually say the first person they yeah. look at, they fall in love. But she's the only person there. But there's there is one point. Ah, fuck it, I think man. it's when Roman gets hit. Mm. He looks. Batman doesn't even look near her. He's just straight. So it's like, well, okay, it's not a whole kind first person look at thing. Mm. So maybe you know they put a bit of a uh, a blood in that uh, big yeah. cauldron, a bit of a hair or something. Or yeah, you know, you need to make head cannon on that, don't you? Yeah, they should have mentioned something. Like while she's doing that, she should have can yank, pretend to yank <laughs> a hair and stick it in. Fight it, Batman! <laughs> I'm trying. Robin, it's some kind of love. <laughs> some kind of love inducing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I did. Suge- I did think to myself, keeps going on about Marsha, Marsha. I thought, is this point where Superman bursts in and went, "What did you say? Oh, Marsha. Never mind. <laughs> See you later." <laughs> <laughs> No. She got the same name as your mum too. I thought you were, no? co- thought you were okay. coming on to my mum. And I'm not having that. <laughs> I'll punch you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. This is Marsha Kent. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, he's won. Um, yeah, he's won. <laughs> he just went, <clears throat> shrugged it off. Yeah, it's too late. I've seen yeah. everything. Yeah. He's totally hooking up with Catwoman, so he's saving himself. It's fine. It's all good. 
Why did I write the note, Robin is just a prostitute? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, just fact. <laughs> also, there's the creepy thing that comes up in a minute where uh, Robin gets uh, gets tent. Yeah. <laughs> right? And uh, and Batman says if he had more experience with women, and I'm like, are you telling me the cellar is full of virgins? Because <laughs> <laughs> someone needs to tell Barbara Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're adopted. <laughs> that man just ran around the corner, and just like threw a load of lemons in the air. It's <laughs> <laughs> their only weakness. Mm. Um, I going to do a henchman corner this week mm-hmm. and then decided against it because none of these people have done anything um, it's nice and easy but yeah Clunk. there was nothing nothing outstanding about them at all it was actually very <sighs> sparse it was only like each one only had like four or five credits or something so it was mm. and as henchmen go they've really done nothing I didn't look their trivia up on this but the more you look at this set, set right yeah. The more you think that Marsha probably, probably was not originally played by Carolyn Jones and maybe by an Asian woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I have no idea why this why, set why it's is this, the way it this is. aesthetic at all. It's just, it, yeah, it does not make. Maybe they were like, sense. we can't go with a diamond set and oh, it's too see, much like ice. See them covering up his arm again? Yeah. Keeping the, keeping the cape down for. No apparent reason. Well, they've, they've really buttoned it down. It looks like they put a bullet hole through it. And what's the... You notice it's on the front there, the little popper. Yeah. Keep it in place. They've unpopped it. Mm. And now he's covering himself up. Although at one point, you do see a very shitty looking bandage. And you're like, oh, that's, that's definitely going to get infected. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I mean, that's that really is holding up. Oh, oh, that is a shitty bandage around Yeah. <laughs> How bad is it? Is it? His arm's like four foot out. Yeah, it's. Look at that. That's that's not good. Poor uh, hygiene. Well, apparently the, the week before they'd used a flesh coloured bandage. Mm. Did, did they run out? Because that's just that's a disease looking bandage. <laughs> oh. Oh, look, and they could at least have pulled the fucking arrow out of his back. Still there. It totally is. Yeah. So he's, he did all that fight. Well, very small sword fight with the... Yeah, oh, not, now it's uh, just been snapped in his back thanks to the Grand Mogul. Yeah. yeah. Don't take me away. Stop looking at my banana shoes, Martha. <laughs> Marsha. Oh. Superman flies in again. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Now the boys want my... Oh, no, he's not after my mum. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Players, bye. <laughs> People are freaks. See ya. That's how he flies away in the sixties. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, didn't even fly, didn't he? he? Just jumped. Wasn't that a whole thing in the comics? He didn't fly. He jumped places. Yeah. Well, initially. Yeah. Yeah. For a while. Ugh. But uh, here's a problem, right? Yeah. I made a sacred vow that no stranger would ever enter the Batcave. To who? Yourself. <laughs> then break it. Because this well, plot does not exist. They can't go, oh, how, how are you going to possibly get to the Batcave as well? Mm. Well, just, what was he, didn't you 
knock somebody out before it takes him to the back cave? He knocks people out all the fucking time yeah. it takes him to the back cave. So just do that. Knock her out. Drive her there. Knock her out. Here's your diamond. Knock you out. Back. Done. Penguin Give went the there in back. the movie? Yeah. That, that woman went there in the Joker episode? No. In the Bookworm episode? Yeah. You know? He just oh. sprays him in the face. They fall asleep. <sighs> She's like, I want, I want that bat diamond. Cool. At the beginning, the weird thing is, they said... They make them. Yeah. Make her one. Yeah, just make her another <laughs> one. It's going, it's going to take six months, right? Yeah. Right? So, again, yeah. tell you what, because your little crimes you've done so far, I'll stick you in jail. You'll be out in six months anyway, and when you come out... because yeah, that's how right, Batman works. If you're good for six months in jail and you get released, mm. we'll have that diamond sitting waiting for you. Imagine that. Whole big diamond. All you've got to do is sit there and be good for six months. <laughs> <laughs> then the joke is like where's my fucking diamond this is how he should fight crime just give everyone a big diamond well then just give him make a fake sort of diamond for him and then when he gets it it opens up and punching a boxing glove comes out and punches him in the face in the balls yeah <laughs> oh. but um yeah now yeah the plot oh. takes a real left turn and because of the plot device they've created where he's not allowed to take it to the Batcave, it becomes utterly, yeah. utterly preposterous. Well, no, it's... Like, how preposterous is it? Well, one, it's on the news. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just... It is just bizarre. So then we cut to these two chuckle fuckers. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Aunt Harriet and uh, Uncle Alfred... <laughs> oh no! Yeah, we've suddenly cut to um, only fools and horses. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they decide they have to do something, but do they do something? We'll, we'll find, find out, out tomorrow. To be concluded. Same, time, same Alfred same Channel. Pet. Same Aunt Harriet. Same Alf cycle. Um, yeah. Oh. oh yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about his bike. Yeah. Oh. Um. Also, yeah. when Marsha walks down the aisle, she's wearing white, as if. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Come on. But didn't she say she'd be married already or something? Definitely oh, mentioned something about Ken. I think she's married everyone in them cages. Yeah, but and someone said Batman, she's like, oh, Ken, something about, oh, it's been your sort of first time getting married, that you get used to it, it's all good. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's good. Who are all these people? <laughs> yeah, who are all these strangers? <laughs> yeah, because it's like, obviously there's a groom side and a, like a... yeah. But it was on the news, right? Whatever. Three, six, nine, twelve. There's only twenty-four people there. Considering it was on the news, there's not many people bothered to try. But, but the thing is, you'd think someone like this would sort of keep it private or whatever. Mm. But uh, yeah, there's a ring selection. We've done it so quick. I brought six rings. Yeah, you can pick just one. in case. Well, in case she grows more fingers. What? <laughs> oh, dear me. This is insane. Uh, I can mention the uh, the priest is played by Charles Stewart. Um, his last role was in 1998 in the film Armageddon. Um, he played the vacuum chamber tech. I mean, I've <laughs> seen that film, but funnily enough, do not remember him in it. Oh, he's pivotal. Mm. I mean, how else are they supposed to get in the vacuum chamber if it wasn't for him? I've, never seen, I've never seen that film. Yeah. You never watched it in the cinema? Nope. Didn't see, see that or the other one that was out roughly the same time. That Deep the, Impact. Yeah, didn't see either of those. I saw them both. Uh, not to brag. Um, will we have a quick. Will we go to Burt Ward's uh, filmography? We will be. Might as well wait two seconds because oh. we're about to end, I suppose, the actual episode. 
Right? And the cliffhanger is this. Will Batman marry her? You know what I mean? <laughs> Will she get his her claws into him? Will she take his bat-ginity? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> He's definitely got some on his belt from that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Yeah, and Batman, do you take Marcia, Queen of Diamonds, to be your wife? And then he just sort of looks like a robot that's broken. It's like he's suddenly woken up and went, why am I dressed as a bat? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, dearie me. It is... It is it's very crazy. odd. Very it is odd. a crazy... Mess of an episode. Yeah, it really is. But yeah, to Burt Ward's filmography. To the Batography. Um, right, 66, Batman. Yep. Uh, he was in the TV short, Batgirl, in 67. Uh-huh. 1970, Scream, Evelyn Scream as June Buggy Driver. What year was that? 70. I feel bad for him already. Yeah. Unless uh, it's a weird cameo. The New Adventures of Batman. That's a cartoon. Yeah. Tarzan and the Super 7. He played Robin. <laughs> Therefore, does not count. Next. Legends of the Superhero. High School USA TV movie. He played Teacher. Okay. 1984. Uh-huh. Uh, 1986, he was Paul in Fire in the Night, which seems to be... I'm, I'm guessing from the cover. I don't know. I'm going to click on it. seems to be a, possibly something to do with wrestling or something. Okay. Um, nope, never mind. I have no idea what that's about. <laughs> um, uh, he was 1987, The Underachievers. He was Beaumont. Beaumont? Good name. He played Stanley Kane in Robot Ninja, 1989. Mm-hmm. He played Michael in Kill Crazy <laughs> in 1990. Um, in Cyber Chic. C-H-I-C with dots and things. I don't know what it's dude for. Um, he played Harry Truman Hodgkins. It seemed to be, I think, let's have a look. From the cover, I'm guessing it's some sort of um, woman agent thing. A cybernetic agent is assigned to break up a drug smuggling ring. Uh-huh. There you go. Um, in The Girl I Want in 1990, he played Dad. Uh, <laughs> 1990, Smooth Talker played Lab Technician. Oh, going downhill by this point. In 1991, in the uh, classic movie Virgin High, he, <laughs> play, he played Dick Murphy. <laughs> Hot Under the Collar, 1992, he played the Pope. Okay. Go, going up in the world. Yeah, but these... Uh, the, the, oh, no, I'm the, keep, I need these to keep titles, going. I know, but these titles all sound a little bit too sexy yeah. now. Uh, well, <laughs> 1993... Beach Babes from Beyond. He played <laughs> Mr. Bun. No no offence to Beach Babes, but shouldn't these beach party movies be from the 60s and not the 90s? <laughs> well, uh, 1983, in The Dwelling, he played Krasmeyer. It looks like some sort of horror film. Mm. Quick, click on that. A country boy moves to an LA apartment complex where a satanic cult is performing ritualistic killings. Okay. Yep. Uh, living sing- uh, He played himself, it doesn't count. Uh, 1995, Karate Raider does not give a title for what he was in that film. He was just in it. <laughs> in fact, there's a lot of people here who are on their list but have no character names. 
So that's an issue. Um, Assault of the Party Nerds 2, the heavy petting detective. He played Randolph. (laughs) Problematic title. Uh, 1986 Alien Force. He played Omnipresent Praxima. I mean, that's a terrible name. Yeah. Um, One episode of Homeboys in Outer Space. He played Gerbil. One episode? Uh, How many episodes are there? Oh, well, let's find out. Please. 21 episodes. Oh, thank God it got cancelled after one season. I no. say, like, please don't be. Starring Flex, Ander, uh, Flex Alexander as Tiberius Walker. I'm sorry. Starring Flex Alexander as Tiberius Walker. Yeah. It's a very difficult series of lines. Yeah. Um, Clueless, he played himself. Moving Targets, 1999, he played O'Malley. Oh, Clueless. T- uh, TV series. Okay. Yeah. Not, I was like, he's not in the film. Okay, cool. Um, in 2002, Pacino is missing. He played guard. Is Pacino in it? Oh, um, <laughs> well, no, he's missing. <laughs> uh, mob tale of a mafia boss whose mall has hooked up with a young hood now in charge of a movie studio. Mm. Um, let's see who else is in that. <sighs> no one. Oh, <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe Estevez. Joe Estevez, <laughs> the worst of the uh, the Sheen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you can't even get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, Emilio wasn't up to well, much in 2002. Well, he was directing, weren't he? Didn't he make Bobby around that time? Mm-hmm. Everyone loved that movie. Oh, of course, he was in. Uh, he voiced one episode of SpongeBob SquarePants where he played young Barnacle Boy. Mm. Um, drama, Robot Chicken. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, well, it, everything else seems to be sort of Batman related. That's what I'm saying. Um, and his last credit on here, um, 2018 Reverse Heaven, he plays Doctor. Plays an awful lot of Doctors. But then, I did see a picture of him recently and he's very rotund, so there's not yeah. a lot else you can do. Let's see who else is in this uh, Reverse Heaven. We'll see. Um, I'll just... I'll just as soon as I see somebody I recognise, I'll I'll shout out. Let's see how quiet we can be, everyone. <laughs> okay, so we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Jeff Rector. Does that make any? I'm just picking names here. Jeff Rector. Yeah. What's no, the name? Re- is Re- Rector. That's slightly better. Uh, Mike Nyman. Is this another porn film? Did he secretly make a lot of porn? But like, Pat- is, the, is the guy looking through the window and nodding? Patty Negri? That, she sounds familiar. <laughs> but she's not. No, nope, she absolutely is not. <sighs> she doesn't look familiar. But yeah, so there you go. Um, yeah, so that's kind of a not a good career. As, again, and I'm an expert on having terrible careers. But uh, I don't know. Mine's been going downhill for twenty years, and I've uh, never been happier. So <sighs> I don't think that may, maybe it's a thing. You know, as long as he's getting it. But you've got to remember, right? He was divorced for the first time by like twenty. Yeah. And then well, <laughs> the second one. Yeah. Because he met last week. Last in this week. Episode. Um, Marries are. Yeah. Pretty much now, divorced by sixty-seven. End of sixty-seven. Mm-hmm. So it's can. That only lasted six months or so. 
pretty much. Well, you know, they were together mm-hmm. 13 months, including the marriage. Yeah. Hey, Siri. I don't know where my phone is. What do you want to ask? Oh. oh, there you go. How many times has Bert Ward been married? Probably more often than he's had star in roles, which is <laughs> sad. Uh, <clears throat> no, Siri. How many times has Bert Ward been married? They, she nailed Bert Ward and then changed it. I don't know why. I've got. Hey Siri. How many times has Bert Ward been married? Bert Ward is married to Tracy Posner. Okay, but that's not really answering my question. But it's a. I mean, it's star. That's since nineteen ninety. So that's. Yeah. She said it over there. Like the 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 the. the Bluetooth speaker must have kicked in it's on the radio yeah. so no one could hear but there you go that's, I mean that's okay, not since 1990 so that's pretty good going I mean eventually but you know I mean it again it took him 22 years to find a keeper <laughs> who's your player for oh, terrible joke oh. oh I see what you did that was so slow on the update <laughs> it was terrible it wasn't worth it oh, I apologise no Right, I'm quickly getting uh, him up on his the Wikipedia. There you go. That's what Bert Ward looks like now. Oh dear! <laughs> he, could play, he could play the penguin. He could. <laughs> oh. In fact, now you say that he should play the penguin. He should. Right now. Oh. Bert John Jervis Junior. Really? Yeah. Oh. I recently found out that one of uh, Alfred's names is Thaddeus as well. I'm like, oh, cool. I accidentally made a link with my D and D thing. Okay, here we go. He married Bonnie Lindsay, nineteen sixty-five. Mm-hmm. Divorced, nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah. Married Kathy Kesh, nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah. Divorced, nineteen sixty-nine. Oh, so two years then. Oh, okay. Okay. Married Mariana Toshia in nineteen eighty-five. Not quite a gap then. You quite a gap. Divorced in 1989. Just in time for him. And then 1990, Tracy Posner. And in all that time, he only has two children. Oh. You'd think he'd have like 30. He just loves the butt too much. It's true. <laughs> he likes to paint the brown door white on his way out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robin. <laughs> he's more experience than he's letting on. <laughs> oh my god I think Catwoman taught him that Cheese it Oh shit Okay I didn't know that. I didn't You know. didn't realise that's what my, my Ted Rogers was for Cheese it There you go I'll cut you in <laughs> Now I won't Splice it together <laughs> I'll splice you all over the place Cut and paste The back doors What? No No Oh no, god. god No, no. Oh it's all went They'll wrong. die They'll burst <laughs> Premium 